0: So here's another test episode of. Well, this is no longer the Bastard Podcast. This is now. Well, I guess we graduated to Nerd Cyclopedia.
1: That's right, Nerd Cyclopedia. We're going to take you through the whole nerd universe from A to Z here. I'm, I'm Scott Hitchens. I'm here in uh, <clears throat> sunny Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania in January.
0: And I'm Sam Rashida over in the Monongahela part of PA, you know, about an hour away from Scott. <laughs> Far far enough that we're gonna use Skype.
1: That's far. Far enough.
0: enough, yes, where we are going to use Skype. <laughs> and we'll see how that works out. Um and if it doesn't then we'll go to something else.
1: Yeah, we'll do something else. You know, maybe okay. we'll use magic. I heard magical magic works pretty well.
0: Sometimes the magic works, you know, and as David Blaine, I, I guess it seems to work well for him, or would you call that magic?
1: I, I don't know. I just, <laughs> I, or, I only watch those videos because I like the reactions. Those are my, <laughs> people are just like, what?
0: Yeah. All right. So explain, I guess, to our audience what um what Nerd Cyclopedia is.
1: All right. So Nerd Cyclopedia is, we're going to talk about our reactions to different things in the realm of nerd, and the good news, uh, since this is a podcast and We have no sponsors or audience, and I'm looking forward to that not changing anytime soon. Um, We can just do whatever we want. So we're just going to be talking about stuff that we like. Uh, The plan right now is to do about 26 of these, one for each letter of the alphabet, although I'm sure eventually we'll we'll think of something else to waste our time on. And uh, for now, uh, we're going to be starting with the letter A. Before we do get started, I did want to plug... If you need to contact us, you can contact us by sending us an email to NerdCyclopediaPodcast at gmail.com. And you can also hit us up on Twitter at NerdCyclopedia.
0: Hit us up on Twitter.
1: We'll probably, we'll probably respond. No one, is, no one is hitting us on Twitter yet.
0: So. Not yet. They don't know we exist. But we are out there.
1: First 10 people that hit us on Twitter, you get a follow back. That's, <laughs> that's, the, uh, that's the rule. Under
0: encyclopedia rule. Okay, so we're starting with the letter A. Letter A. A.
1: So what's so what does A stand for for you in comics?
0: I guess we could talk about Avengers since that mm. seems to be the popular comic book movie. It recently started getting popular as far as the comics as well, especially when the movies got popular. Yeah. For those that don't know, the Avengers are a Marvel comic. And movie franchise that consists of team members Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, Hawkeye, Black Widow, and the Incredible Hulk. (laughs) The Jolly Green Giant.
1: He's Smash. The
0: Green Goliath, as they say.
1: I heard his thing is Smash. (laughs) That's what I hear. I don't know him that well personally. But I do hear a smash is the thing, right. thing for that guy. So, you know, the one thing about Adventures, and, and this was sort of how I got introduced to Captain America when I was a kid, you know, because I, I wasn't, you know, around when he was just punching Hitler in the face on his own. You know, that wasn't. <laughs> Smacking Hitler in the jaw. Yeah, right in the face. You know, uh, that wasn't something that uh, that I, I was around for. And okay. I always thought, you know, with Captain America, it was just, they had this, like, weird out-of-time guy, you know? And the one thing they don't explore is how much, like, social mores have changed in the last 70 years, you know? Right. Like, they, like he, you'd think, he, you know, because he's, I know he's supposed to be a hero, but you'd think he'd be like, you know, a woman's place is in the kitchen, and then just punching a bag in the face.
0: Well, I mean, um, I guess he's, uh, right now, at this point, he's a man at a time. And he was created back in the World War II days. Yeah. Him and Bucky, um, well, in the comics, they were fighting Red Skull and something had happened to where at the end of the fight, Cap and Bucky went and uh, there was an explosion that happened, you know, due to Red Skull. And they both went into ice, which ended up being like suspended animation for the both of them. Cap ended up waking up, I guess, before Bucky. And is now in present day is sort of like a man out of time. He still has those, you know, 30s, 40s sensibilities. Right. But he's in the present day doing his thing. So that's the you know the one aspect about Captain America I find unique. And what I really liked about uh, how the movies really portrayed it, especially when the first Captain America, first Avenger came out.
2: Yeah.
0: It really went into the whole World War II aspect of him instead of just going straight into the present day which they just really left out at the, at the end of the movie and it turned out to be sort of like a, a different thing for um a marvel movie more much less a comic book movie going into like you know past history right. and putting a superhero at the moment mm-hmm. what did you think about the first cat
1: movie i like the first cat movie a lot but i've always been really into history and stuff so that really kind of Uh, You know, struck me as something that was really interesting. I've often thought about a lot about you know how you can justify having World War II and have superheroes and have them exist at the same time, because especially like in the DC universe, you know, like Superman existed as a cultural figure during World War II. Right. So, you know, (laughs) like you would think that you know, stuff really kicked off and the Nazis were really you know, and then in that universe were really you know starting to cause problems that Superman would just go deal with it. Right. You know, and that that's one thing that I think what's great about the Marvel universe is they sort of do acknowledge that, you know. They say, you know, hey, we actually, you know, these things do exist in a universe that's uh, at least somewhat similar to the universe that uh, you occupy, which I've always liked. Because, you know, Superman could have solved, could have just stopped the Holocaust. And, and, you know, if he's a superhero and he didn't, <laughs> like, just think about that. like He's not much of a hero. Really.
0: Right, right. And, and and the Marvel has always been more of a grounded um mm-hmm. With their with their superheroes, um, you know, they had problems, you know, what Stan Lee did to Fantastic Four, um, in the in nineteen sixty two he first came he first established that okay, these superheroes actually have, you know, lives outside of saving the world and they fight bicker and everything. So when you talk about how Superman, um, he's more or less like a guy, couldn't really do almost anything, but you know, everything that was going on during the World War Two days, Um, he should have just went ahead and just handled that. Right. But with his powers and everything, he sort of like held, well, in the comics, he held himself back, you know, uh, whereas a Marvel character like a Captain America, you can actually envision them fighting alongside of, you know, the army and the navy and everything. Uh, whereas a Superman, you know, he's flying. He actually has, you know, these alien type powers and stuff where he just take out everyone. You know, and do it. They would do that by himself. Whereas a Captain America, um, couldn't really do that by himself. He was more or less a leader, though.
1: Right. Well, don't forget Wolverine was in World War II as well. If we're to believe, the worst Marvel movie, which would be Wolverine Origins, I think. We're gonna <laughs> rank him. I put that one at the bottom. Uh, but he was in World War II with his brother, the guy that does all the voiceovers for, uh, uh <laughs> the uh the NFL show on HBO, right? Hard Knocks. That's a guy. Leave Schreiber.
0: Ah, Lee Schreiber. Wolverine's, okay, right.
1: bro- Wolverine's brother, Leave. Yeah. I really I think they should have... Faber, too. Well, they should have used the name. I just called him though Schreiber, the one I saw. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. They should have probably used the character name. Maybe it would have been a better one. Or, or
0: Wolfie's brother. Like
1: that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my favorite character in the Avengers has, uh, has probably always been Iron Man. And okay. I liked Iron Man even before the movies came out. I know that... You know, now he's a really popular property because Robert Downey Jr. sort of inhabited that role. And really, I I mean, I really, I think, is responsible for a lot of the success that Marvel movies have had. Right. Um, But I always liked Tony Stark because he was always doing crazy stuff. (laughs) You know what I mean? And uh, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: I remember I was reading the history of Marvel. I had one of those big, huge, hardbound books when I was younger. Okay. And uh, there was this, (laughs) it was like, it showed like the the, uh, evolution of the Iron Man, like, outfit. And okay. I just looked like a like this big stupid robot for like five years. Right. And I was just like, uh, I don't know. I just thought that the uh, that that was really hilarious. How he was like, you know, when he got back from because you know in the movie he has the big stupid robot outfit, right? Yeah. For a while, but then like in, in the comic book, he had that for a long time.
0: Yeah, longer time than the movie established. Yeah, they didn't change like, that. I mean, he was just running
1: around time. like. Yeah, he'd be like running around Manhattan <laughs> dressed like this this bucket.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: they could have just called him Bucket Man. Right. He
0: really, was, he, oh. he literally had iron, you know, iron steel. What iron steel would have looked like, I guess. Right. On on his um as a, um actual costume or uniform.
1: He wasn't into he wasn't into the aesthetics, you know. Back then, they just didn't care what a superhero looked like. As long as he could throw you through a wall, that's all they really, that's all they really wanted, you know. The '60s were a different time, you know. This is before the uh, flower power revolution. All of a sudden, things got psychedelic.
0: Right? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a good thing they actually updated them and put a little bit of color, like orange and yellow, to make them mm-hmm. look more contemporary. But um, so, Iron Man is your favorite, huh?
1: I like that. He's my favorite Avenger for sure. Okay. Uh, then, of course, I just, I, I like I said, I just enjoy the, the Robert Downey Jr. portrayal a lot. Really neat, really neat. You know, A also stands for some other stuff for me okay. for comics, and, and I'll tell you this: uh, my favorite X Men story arc, which they're making into a movie, and I'm pretty ac- actually really excited about this. Okay, Age of, Age of Apocalypse. Ah, also yes. A, yes, uh, yes. Which I don't know what they're going to do exactly with the movies. It looks like it's going to be really good because Oscar Isaacs is going to play Apocalypse, and that's yes. He looks really goofy, but that, but what like remember when you saw the first still picture of him, you're like that yeah. doesn't. That doesn't look great. He looked like <laughs> something out
0: of Power Rangers.
1: <laughs> right, he looked like uh, Lord Zed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's sad yeah, that but
0: he 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 looks um well the recent trailers that they they've came out with he looks a lot better you know especially when they you know he um goes up in size mm-hmm. because you know the apocalypse I mean he can range in size from like a real you know human all the way up to like a giant right. So it's good that they're going to put that um, put that in the movies. And that's, that's something sort of different for, we're not into X yet, but Age of Apocalypse, mm-hmm. that's sort of like different for an X-Men movie.
1: Right, right. Well, that whole that, that whole saga in the comics, which like, you know, I only had subscriptions to like X-Men and Uncanny X-Men, which uh-huh. sounds like maybe one more X-Men than you need. The problem is they were telling stories across like eight titles. And so yeah. all the lead-up happened in titles I didn't have. <laughs> so okay. so, all of a sudden, it was like a completely different comic book one month, and I was like, "What is this?" <laughs> what
0: oh wow! Are they doing? <laughs> so so, did you did you collect just the Age of Apocalypse that act the, the officials, not like the lead ups?
1: Well, I just had the ones that were in because they took it wasn't just X Men and Uncanny, it was X Force and X Caliber, right? And like all the X titles, the sort crossovers, of
0: crossover. right?
1: Right? And they sort of redid the entire like uh, like universe for a couple months, maybe three or four months. Uh it was really awesome. I really okay. like that storyline a lot because it showed you sort of you know uh, it sort of highlighted different characters, like Magneto was running everything. Uh-huh. And, you know, a part of me always thought like, you know, you know, you think like, Oh, this guy's really evil, but then you're like, Yeah, he was in you know, he was in Auschwitz. Like, eh, he might be you can kinda of understand why he's a little bit reactionary. <laughs> I guess I mean I guess, I don't know.
0: Now was <laughs> that during the Jim Lee days? Um when, when they were doing Age of Apocalypse, or was that after he left?
1: I think it was after he left because okay. Lee did the first couple, and I think that he was gone by the time I started collecting the X Men, which was X Men 25. Okay. Uh, which, not to get off topic, so we want to stay on topic. Yeah, That's yeah, the yeah. one where they ripped Wolverine's skeleton out of him. Ooh, okay. <laughs> which is well, like, yeah, we I could
0: know. get f- um, further down into the alphabet, you know, do that, but yeah, I, I definitely
2: remember that.
1: Oh, yeah. That was just like, yoink. And I was like, whoa, man. Uh-huh. And I was like, well, I'm nine, and I'm watching some guy get his skeleton down. <laughs> I'm like, this might not be appropriate. But I didn't say anything, you know, because I liked
0: it. Right. Well, I mean, as far as Apocalypse, I think um, as far as the movie's concerned, um, it's, it's something different for the franchise because it gets a lot more into more um, more sci-fi stuff than mm-hmm. what the other ones really got into. You know, mm-hmm. more um, more X-Men, more comic book stuff. Than what the previous ones did, and they were they were gradually getting there, especially with the days of future fat past that came out, you know, right. um before. Right. But um, apocalypse is supposed to have the four horsemen, which mm-hmm. is different from the comics. Um, the art, uh angel, I think he's the only one that I can remember that's different, because the ones in the movies are going to be Storm, Magneto, um, Psylocke. Is that how you pronounce it, Psylocke? Yeah. Um, and Angel. Which is right. Arch- Archangel in the comic.
1: Which also A is for Archangel.
0: Yeah, buddy. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Archangel, you he was one of my favorite characters because I used to like the look. I didn't like him as Angel, mm-hmm. um, because Angel was one of the original X Men. Right. Um but when he became Archangel, uh, he was he had such a cool look and like he was like a real pure badass in a comic.
1: Right, right, and he had, those, he had those like wings that he could do flechettes out of him and stuff. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Oh, nice, yeah, I oh, liked yeah.
1: Archangel a lot too. But then, you know, t- to get back to what you were saying about how, how Marvel is more grounded, you know, they would spend, like, these months, months of him just brooding about how his skin was blue, and okay. then he would just, like, wear makeup, and it was, like, fine,
2: <laughs> you know? Uh-huh.
1: So, you know, the thing about Angel, and I'll tell you, with the X-Men, you can kind of see the, I could tell you the order the X-Men were created, because it was basically Cyclops first, then Jean Grey, uh-huh. and then the other three, they were just like, we're out of ideas, we don't know, like, so, what about just a regular Angel? Like, great, that's great, write it down, put it in. Like, what <laughs> about a guy with really big hands? Like, what could, should there be anything else weird about him? No, <laughs> just really big, real big hands. Just little real hairy. big hands. They're like, what about uh, what? Are, well, they still. What about a fifth guy? Because otherwise, they'll just pair up. It's like, ah, I don't know what about snowman. All right,
0: <laughs> publish, <laughs> it. <laughs> publish it. Publish it now. But make him look like a snowman, but call him Iceman. Throw him right.
1: off. Maybe they won't know. Like, oh, hey, man. hey, Stanley just walks into Jack Kirby's office. Like, did you draw a, a carrot <laughs> on, <laughs> on Iceman's face? Because I don't think. <laughs> he can turn his nose to a carrot. I think
0: it's one. Like, <laughs> That's really going to confuse the readers there, you know? <laughs>
2: oh, we don't
1: man. Him. We want them to know who's who. who we
2: don't
0: yeah, yeah, us. yeah. Well, um, what's another A that we can um put out there? We got Avengers. We got the Age of Apocalypse or Apocalypse, mm-hmm. you know, which is coming out May. Yeah. As far as the movie's concerned, we talked yeah. about uh, Angel and Archangel. Well, that's good
1: for for comics. I can if I want to move. I want to move on to something that I am nerdy about personally. Okay, and that's history. And All right. Hey, if you're talking about history, uh-huh. There's only one big A, and that's Alexander the Great. Okay. Now, Alexander the Great. When you think about like you know, recently he's been rev- revised a little bit, and some historians have kind of you know uh, said, well, what about the morality of what he did? Which, okay, which, hold
0: which, hold 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 on for a minute. How can Alexander the Great be revised. History is history, so whatever happened in the past happened. It shouldn't well, change. So what is a revision?
1: Well, we're not revising what he did, which for those of you who aren't aware of who <clears throat> who this guy is or what he did, uh-huh. basically he conquered everything. Um, and he went basically east from Greece and conquered everything all the way to India. Okay. Uh, and then died at 32 because he really liked he really liked beer, basically. Oh, he, he died drank
0: super young.
1: Yeah, I mean, he basically conquered the whole world and then died right away before he could consolidate everything.
0: At 32 years old? 32. (laughs) 32
1: is a round number, you
0: know. What were you doing at 32? I'm doing this. (laughs) (laughs) So while he was conquering the world, you were podcasting basically if we lived in the same (laughs) world.
1: That's right. Uh, I would be podcasting, and he would be, you know, murdering hundreds of thousands <laughs> of people uh, for his own glory. That, but that's what they've revised about. It's, a, it's to the outlook, so to the ancients, so to the Romans, who really looked at at Alexander as sort of a a pillar of uh, of history. Okay, uh, you know, Alexander was this this person to be emulated, and he was, you know, like Julius Caesar when he was like forty, and he was going to uh, a province when he was uh, a proprator, and I'm not going to bore everyone with what that means, but basically, he was reading about Alexander the Great. And they said like he was just started crying and they're like what's your what's your problem? Uh-huh. <laughs> he was he said you know I'm I'm older than him and I'll never accomplish this much. Okay, so so that's sort of the way like when you talk so he's sort of lionized in in um, traditional sense, but okay. lately there's been a revision where that's been like well what was the point of all this? I mean is was he spreading this Greek culture and uniting East and West? I mean was that was he trying to do that or are we just painting a target around an arrow? Okay. So that is, I mean, that's that's what I like to think about. I think about Alexander the Great is the consequences of ambition, and that that I think is a big. That's what I get nerdy about (laughs) when I talk about. So,
0: so he's one of your favorite, um, um, past conquerors, like historical conquerors. I mean, if I had to
1: rank the conquerors in terms of who's my favorite conqueror, I probably would put him up there pretty high. Okay. Um, What's great? What's interesting about Alexander is that he basically. Like, if you, put, if you gave him an army and put him in front of another army, he would be, uh-huh. like, every single time. He never lost a battle. Okay. I mean, he crushed an empire with, that had, you know, probably fifty million a 50 million person population. Mm-hmm. This is in the 300s BC. In mm-hmm. two, two battles, he just destroyed it. Crushed it. So, so I get really real geeky g- about him.
0: Real, real, <laughs> sounds really like geeky. a really great strategist, huh?
1: Yeah, well, he was a really great tactician. Okay. Like a strategist would show up, and when like the battle would be won before the battle begins. So a great strategist would be someone like Genghis Khan, right? Okay. So he would just set it up. So like could Genghis Khan, and not again. We'll get into him, and I guess when we get to the G's,
0: went to the G's.
1: G's. Um, when we get up there, uh, we'll get to the Genghis. But he would set it up so that he would play on internal divisions within populations, and he would make it so that
2: uh-huh.
1: you know he had a unified force and you didn't and that's what he would do. Okay. Alexander would just show up and like look at your army, look at his army and just be like, "All right, we're going to do this and then you know, beat you."
2: <laughs> I mean,
1: he, it, it's it's crazy when you look at. It. There are there are battles of his that are steady. Like well, there was one battle. Uh-huh. And uh, he he had he had cow cal- he had like more cavalry than the other the other guy. So he just started stretching his line, stretching his line, stretching his line, right? And sending his cavalry out to his right wing. And then he he made it look like he was going to keep going, and then all of a sudden he turned back in and used his cavalry to strike right through the middle of the line.
2: Oh man! Basically,
1: almost killed like the Persian emperor right there on the field because of that.
2: Okay, so, like, those
1: are the types of things Alexander did, and, and that's that's one of the things that's really cool. That's all. That's all I have on history. <laughs> I know you probably don't care as much, so I'm going to move on to movies. So the first movie I'd like to move on to is the movie Alexander. Okay. By, by Oliver Stone, and I would like to point out that that movie was not as good as the story I just told. Pretty much. <laughs>
0: Well, you know how movies are. I mean, they take the, the most dramatic parts and highlight those, dramatize those to, um, to, to, to get, I guess, the widest audience out of uh.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, I just don't. Not to say that
0: it's a justifiable thing or a good thing, but, you know, that's just what they do.
1: I just feel like if you're going to spend, you know, $180 million on a movie, that you should just get a better wig. Than what they put on Carl <laughs> I just feel like his wig was not particularly believable, <laughs> so
0: <laughs> which threw the whole movie off, and you know, probably threw the audience off too.
1: Right, right. Anyway, I just wanted to contrast it, my feelings on those two different properties <laughs> back oh, man. to back like that. How uh, popular
0: was the um the movie? Because oh, I not, didn't. I only heard so much about it. Yeah,
1: not, not very popular.
0: Not no, very no. popular. I mean, I owned it. I
1: didn't see it in the theaters. that I own it, and I kind of like you know <laughs> watched
0: it. I was like, what, what were, were you offended? <laughs>
1: No, I wasn't offended or anything. It just was like they focused on, like they tried to make Alexander into this three dimensional character, which I don't know that it's possible to do. Okay, because he was very because of he wasn't around long enough to really be three dimensional as a person. And right. What I mean by that is that basically he did he basically uh, conquered the world and then died. That's pretty much what he did. There wasn't a whole lot of other stuff happening, I and mean, they sort of I feel like they put up this whole like. uh, this whole like uh, love triangle subplot with right. him and Jared Leto, and I was like, I don't know that it would really. I don't know. I think he probably wouldn't care that much. I mean, you know, he murdered people.
0: Well, you're, you're you're speculating. Okay, let's let's first of all. I mean, Alexander the Great, he still bled. He still was a human. He still had a mom. He still had a dad.
1: His mom was crazy, man. She
0: was <laughs> crazy. So that probably affected him, you know, um, in a lot of a lot of different ways that we just in a lot of nuances we just can't really tell because history only tells um I guess the the most hardcore facts they really can only go so much into how a person's mind was or you know how a person felt so when you talk about the way a movie tries to to dictate or portray how a person was um uh, three dimensional everybody has three dimensions to a degree unless he was just that that much of a, I guess a what what I want to say here Scott um. Straightforward in his way of thinking, that he just didn't consider anything else beyond his 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 ultimate goal.
1: Well, we know we know a lot about Alexander for a couple reasons. One, I mean, his his father Philip basically conquered Greece on his own. Like, if, if Alex, if he had not been assassinated, a lot of people think that his Alexander's mom assassinated his dad, uh-huh. which is which is hilarious. But uh, okay. there's another there's a whole other like crazy subset of this. But basically, <laughs> he would have done exactly the same thing that Alexander did. Except, except, you know, so Alexander was handled, handed. So we know a lot about his parents. Okay. And then he, he, he was single-minded and and, in glory and like uh, wanting to glorify his own name. So he was followed around by historians. We know a lot about him because of that. Okay. Like we know enough about him to to kind of illustrate this. And Dan Carlin, who does a podcast called Hardcore History, did a real good job of this recently where he was showing that, you know, if you go back like a hundred years before Alexander, you don't know anything about anybody. Okay. Like you get the basic facts, like this guy was here, this guy was there. You don't even know when, like, the guy that created the first Persian Empire. We don't really know how he died. Like, we don't have that information. Right. Then you get to Alexander, and all of a sudden, you have all the information you could possibly want about him because he made sure that his he had his people there writing down everything he did all the time.
2: Hmm.
0: Well, I guess a question because I'm not a um, a hardcore official uh, history aficionado, probably such to as yourself. Um, why would a person, I guess, at that time? um choose to have everything he did documented
1: because he wanted us to talk about him 2500 years wanted, after his death
0: give give us give us give us material
1: it's not well maybe he didn't have us in mind i mean he could have been like one the first episode of Nerdcyclopedia, i want to be like a third about me that's okay so i wanted to go <laughs> I wanted it to be that's uh, it uh, Okay. but most likely it was just that you know there were the, the ancient world was a lot older than we think of. And the reason be, for that is that they had monuments and they had writings and stuff uh-huh. that went back thousands of years. Okay. Thousands and thousands of years. So there were you know, uh, totems of, of kings that had lived centuries, centuries before him. Okay. And, and he wanted to emulate Achilles and he wanted to be known throughout mm-hmm. history. So he had these chroniclers follow him around and mm-hmm. document everything he did to that end. So uh. we're really just playing into his hand and even talking about him. Uh, If I was a political opponent about Alexander, I'd be like, "See, see, this uh is exactly what he
0: wanted." (laughs) Okay. Well, way, hey, well, we got um, uh, we got a out the way. So we did Avengers, we did Apocalypse. Uh, was there something else that you wanted to? I want to do two things. I want to do a Star
1: Wars character of the week. Okay. Who I'm going to say is going to be Wedge Antilles. And Wedge Antilles is the only fighter pilot in Star Wars history to survive two Death Star destructions.
0: Woohoo!
1: That's right. He got them both, and
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> he like, got them both.
1: Woo! Yeah, he definitely Ooh. got the second one. It was definitely him. Him and uh, Orlando. Uh huh. You know, the the first black guy in Star Wars. Now there's two. So <laughs> now no, there's a second. <laughs> there's a second black guy in the universe. <laughs>
0: FN. Um. What was the What was the rest of his? Two eight seven six. Something like that. I don't know, I man. We'll Boyega just call you a, Finn.
1: Yeah, Finn or John Boyega doing an American accent. It wasn't that bad, really. I didn't, I didn't have a problem with his American accent. He was um, great. So I wanted to bring up Wedge. Wedge, of course, rogue leader. Okay. Um, and the other thing I think we need to talk about is we need to kick uh-huh. something. We need to banish something from the nerdcyclopedia that starts with A. We need banner. to get something out of here so that we never, ever, ever mention it again so it was never even written down.
0: So something that we don't like or, you know, that begins with A that that's we right. just should never mention again.
1: Something that happened, something that's in the Nerdcyclopedia now that we need to get out of there. Something that people would know about.
0: Okay. What are, what are you thinking?
1: Well, I've got a couple candidates. But the first one is the name Annie, which they called Darth Vader for two and a half movies. <laughs> I just I just want to pretend like they just never did that. <laughs> that's what I want to pretend.
0: Okay. And what else?
1: Um, or we could just kick all of Padme Amidala right out too.
0: Oh right. man, but just that's not Ada, we right. we not
1: know a whole lot about her.
0: Okay, throw her out the. Um, oh man, she was just so bad. Well, so if you bad. kick her
1: out, then you got them calling Darth Vader Annie. Yeah, so you got to make a choice. It's not. There's not yeah. going to be an easy
0: one. Okay. Well, well, I, the Annie sounds good to me.
1: <laughs> okay, we'll just pretend that never happened.
0: Yep. Just wipe it out of existence. Gone. Bam. <laughs> All right, people. So we got our first podcast out the way, and it went way smoother than the bastard one that you guys will <laughs> never, ever, ever hear. No, I maybe
1: think, I think maybe if you give us five thousand dollars, I would like hey, you know. to let that one come out. But there's a lot. It's a lot more blue. <laughs> it's, it's, it's
0: a, it's a lot blue. More. Blue is a nice way of um, of of telling that story. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right, Scotty. So, um, I guess until next time, we shall see you when we see ya. Absolutely we'll ya. you. Absolutely. Remember, when we hear you.
1: Absolutely. Remember, hit us up on NerdCyclopedia at NerdCyclopedia on Twitter and Podcast at gmail.com. Feel free to email us with your admissions or questions, or even, since we'll be back uh, soon with our episode two, uh, what you think we got to do for B. I got us, don't want to go into too much detail about our plans for that. All right. But well, let's just say that
0: we're going to be the night. Right. Something like that. Hey, thanks, everybody. See you later.